Hey, welcome back to our first episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast of 2023. I'm Joe from B1029, and of course, Shyler from B1029 is back as well. I feel like it's been a long time since the last time we talked, Shyler. It has. It's. I feel like it's been since last year. Ready for these <laughs> <Yeah>. corny jokes? <laughs> <laughs> did you have a good holidays? Oh, I absolutely did. I, I had to do like multiple because... We went to Florida for Christmas to visit my family. We do every other year down Florida with my family. Um, so I kind of got two Christmases, and it was awesome. Nice. That's awesome. We Have you ever seen Four Christmases with uh, Vince Vaughn and Reese? Oh, yes. Okay. That is a staple for the holiday season in yeah. my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, my wife and I watch it too, and, and we actually had Four Christmases. Now, it wasn't anything like the movie, but Thank you know, God. We, had, we had my dad's side, my mom's side. We had uh, my wife's side twice. And yeah. Yeah. So we had four Christmases. But what what was probably your favorite uh, favorite part of, of your holidays? Oh, man. Um, well, see, when we got that Arctic wave of just really cold weather, so we escaped oh, that. Yeah. So when it was negative degrees here, um, I was in Florida where it was still actually not I mean, not Florida weather for sure. I mean, we stepped off the plane and I was like still wearing my coat because it was about 50 degrees when we landed in Florida and it it stayed like that the whole time. So it was a bummer. We couldn't get like our normal like poolside Christmas. Um, but that actually meant that we, my parents who haven't been home for a holiday season in six years, we got to have like a cozy Christmas. And it was cool that they got to have like a cold Christmas or like cold to their standards. Um, that was probably my favorite part. We had like hot cocoa and, um, hot toddies and we made all my grandma's old recipes, um, for, for the Christmas season and, and new year's, like what we normally would do, um, back here at home. Cause it was just cozy and in Florida. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, what about you? Um, well, my, my wife and I finally got our PS5 after like two years. We finally oh. got one. So that was like our, uh, uh, her her family got us like gift cards to purchase one, so we finally got it, and we have not stopped playing it since. I think at some point we'll probably just kill it because we play it too much. <laughs> Burn it out. <laughs> Burn it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we we were very excited to finally get one. We've been wanting one for a long time, but obviously because of supply issues, they're hard to come by. So yeah. finally got one. So we're 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 very excited about it, but. Um, Gosh, you know, a lot has happened since uh, we were last on before Christmas. So we're going to do like some quick rapid fire type things of uh, maybe some things you guys might have missed uh, leading up to, you know, this this past week of uh, of March 3rd, 20, or not March. My gosh, I'm fast forwarding. January 3rd of 2023 that week. So some of the things you might have missed, um, we've talked about it before on our on our last episode, but we knew it was going to happen. Pete Davidson, Emily Ratajkowski have split. They still remain friends. I still believe Pete Davidson is Hollywood's bounce, you know, like rebound guy. For sure. Really needs to get away from that. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be stuck in like this like rebound mold forever. I want him no. to have his happily ever after too. But maybe, I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know what it is about dating Pete Davidson that gives women like a confidence boost. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't think that it would be him, especially because wasn't she also linked to Brad Pitt at one point? Yes, like, she was. 
Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't think that that would be like the beginning of like your comeback into the dating scene. But I mean, more power to you. Yeah. If it works, uh, it works. Yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, you mentioned, Shiloh, just before we got on that uh, one of the Rascal Flats, one of their members, one of the, the, the they're 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 splitting up. Right. Yes, Joe Don Rooney, um, who I think is the cutest of the Rascal Flats. I know this is a little bit country news, but I found it really interesting because he's been married to his model wife since 2006, but he's called her out for cheating on him with, Ooh. I think, a personal trainer. Oh. Yeah, so, and she has already come back and said, like, yeah, whatever, I might have cheated, but our marriage was, it's been over because of his um, addictions. <laughs> Because oh, there it is. Alcoholic and I guess some substance abuse. So I, I guess, you know, this is yeah. just like a nail in the coffin, I guess. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's never good. Yeah. Um, but some happier news for all the 90s fans in the room. Uh, TLC's Chili and Boy Meets World's Matthew Lawrence are actually together. I, that, I guess they've been friends for a while. But over Thanksgiving and, of course, the holidays, uh, they decided to move from the friend zone to the exclusive dating zone. So it's a, like a 90s match made in heaven. Yeah, I actually saw his ex's um, TikTok post. I was scrolling on TikTok and this girl come up and I didn't, I don't know her. I don't follow Dancing with the Stars, but I guess she's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars. And she, um, she had some snarky comments to make. And it said <laughs> that uh, when he tells you that it's just a friend, but... It's actually, but but now you see they're dating and it was like, oh, I wonder what this is. So I went down that rabbit hole and it was like, oh man, somebody's bitter. Yeah. Yeesh. But, uh, I mean, they look cute. They did like a little, um, they, they, they danced to a take on me and actually looks kind of like the music video. They're in matching pajamas. While oh, dancing. Cute. It's, yeah. It's really cool. It's a, it's a cute video. Um, another thing that also came out that really didn't surprise anybody um, but uh, Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things, he plays Will Byers. Uh, he came out as gay, which honestly, I think <laughs> everyone knew. I mean, yeah, yeah, but he's official now. Uh, he even shared a, a video on TikTok of how he, when he revealed to his friends and family that he came out as gay, it said that, quote, we know. <laughs> and, it, and it's interesting because if you've obviously watched the show, this past season, they've kind of alluded to Will, you know, being gay. So, yeah. you know, just Noah coming out, it's like, yeah, well, we, we know. But anyway, congrats to him for doing that. Of that course, takes, it I mean, still that, takes that, a that, lot. It does, yeah, for sure. Um, and then also, uh, this one was very scary. Jeremy Renner had a major accident over New Year's Eve. Uh, he was uh, in a snowcat, is what they call it. But basically, it's a, it's a plow. But yeah. uh, he was plowing his road to get to his house. Uh, I think it's right outside Reno, Nevada. And he was helping another car get out, and the, the plow ran over him. Yeah, he got messed up pretty yeah. bad. It was terrifying. Like, when I was reading about it, I'm like, okay, I have to Google what a snow cat is because I'm too broke to know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, looked it up and was like, oh, my gosh. And I, I guess it ran over his legs, and there was yeah. an impact to his chest as well. So he's still, I believe, he's stable, but still in critical condition. He's still being monitored and stuff in the hospital. Yeah, he, he gave an update. Um from the hospital, from his bed on Instagram. He's, he's also got another, uh, he's got like, a, there's him in bed. There's also uh, like he and his like, I guess, team of doctors around him while he's, you know, still in his, uh, in his ICU room. But uh, yeah, very scary. I mean, hopefully he's going to be okay. You know, I mean, gosh, 
I mean, especially having run over your legs. I mean, I, I would think that hopefully he'll be able to walk. I mean, because I mean. That is a good question. I mean, what is going to be the lasting damage here? Because yeah, I, I, I mean, it, I would be so frustrated. It's like I am an action star. I do like all these stunts and all these crazy moves in my job. But the snowplow is what gets me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So frustrated. But yeah. I mean, he's Hawkeye. He'll be all right. Yeah, he's Hawkeye. He'll be okay. You're right. So yeah, that that was definitely a scary moment. So hopefully Jeremy Renner continues on the road to recovery and and does all right. So also some of the big one of actually one of the big stories that's been kind of happening through the last couple of weeks, at least, of course, is Prince Harry. Now we've talked about this uh, before we went on our break. Uh, you know, he and Meghan Markle did the interview. Or, or, I'm sorry, they did the 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 Netflix uh, docu series that came out about them, and then Prince Harry's memoir called Spare, ironically enough. Ooh, um, yeah, that hurt. That <laughs> yeah, hurt. That that leaked here just last week, and there was a lot of bombshells that came out about it. Um, one of them was about, I guess, a time that Prince William attacked Prince Harry over Meghan Markle. Yeah, uh, it, got, it got like a like a physical altercation between the two brothers. Um, also, some things about King Charles that came out. Um, just some some things behind the scenes that you wouldn't necessarily think would happen behind the behind the scenes of the royal family, but does. Like uh, there was all, there was um, allegations of um, like the royal family staff kind of pushing out like these negative stories about Meghan and trying to almost like break them up in a way. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it was really, I mean, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. If you, if you have this vision in your head, like the Royal family is like this picture perfect family, but for a family that's so far removed from oh, yeah. like society, it it's, it's very bittersweet to, to hear of, like they've got family drama and BS just like we do, <laughs> like just like the everyday people. But oh, yeah. there's because they're so far removed, it is such like there's so much more at stake. And that's that's really the point of of spare kind of, you know, they started to peel back the curtain a little bit with the interviews and of course the docuseries. But I really feel like this this memoir is going to I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how the royal family can continue to dodge these blows from yeah. Harry and Meghan. I. I just don't. You, <laughs> we've been able to just ignore it, or you know, the the royal family has been able to just ignore it. I don't see how you can ignore, you know, Prince 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 William attacking his brother because he doesn't like his wife. Yeah. Like that's really what it was. He was saying all these negative things about Meghan and Harry wasn't having it and William attacked him and like mm -hmm. later tried to apologize. But still, it's like that's I, I would never I would never attack my brother because I don't like his partner. Like, I don't know. It's, it's such yeah. a, it's it's so trailer park and not very much like the castle, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for something over that. And then also um, Harry accusing his dad, King Charles, of uh, like, what did he say? When Princess Diana passed away, mm. Oof. calling him an absentee father who abandoned him in the wake yeah. of Princess Diana's death. It's like, wow. And begging 
Charles not to marry Camilla, be- like begging yeah. him not to. And just, and, and there's so much resentment there with Harry and Camilla. I've, mm-hmm. I've noticed it. I mean, obviously, cause you've got eyes, but I mean, right. just, just how much is there and how much fear I guess was there. Yeah. And I, you know, honestly, I, I think a lot of people have that toward Camilla anyway. It just, yeah. you kind of get this sense around Camilla and you just kind of watch how the royal family kind of acts around her. It's it, it's almost like they, they have to be nice just because, but they really don't want to. Camilla <laughs> is like is, the Karen. To say, yeah. Yeah, she's like the Karen of Great Britain. It's yes. like, you know, we might use Karen, but I really do feel like when you, like the person, the kind of person you have to watch for, that is, that's who I see. It, yeah. I mean, that's how, how I could see because it's, she does seem just very sneaky, manipulative. Yes. Yeah, she does. And of course, there's always been the, obviously when, when Charles and Diana were together, there was always Camilla kind of lurking around in the background. Thank there's you. been... There's been those rumors, so um, yeah. I know. And then Harry just did a 60 Minutes interview with Anderson Cooper here just this past weekend. Oh, that was a watch, man. Oh, my gosh. And so some of the key things that came from that was his memoir, Spare. He said, I didn't intend to hurt my family over it. It was just his way of setting the record straight. You know, he said, quote, None of anything that I've written, anything I've included, is ever intended to hurt my family. But it does give a full picture of the situation as we were growing up and also squashes this idea that somehow my life was the one that destroyed the relationship between these two brothers. So, you know, I I was thinking about this over the weekend. Um, You know, obviously you know growing up that your older brother is going to be king. So you're the the spare, as they call it. Yeah. You're the spare or the heir. Yeah. William, obviously the heir, and, and Harry the spare. But, I, you know, I'm kind of thinking about this, and obviously I know there's been some family drama. I get it. The royal family is not perfect. But I was thinking about this, and I thought, what if it was reversed? What if Harry was the heir and William was the spare? Would William had gone and did interviews and kind of broke away from the family and uh, did a memoir and such? I'm wondering if if it was reversed, would we have gotten this? Well, here's the thing. I, I, we mentioned this when we've previously talked about this, but in my opinion, it's because of they were, it's because of the fact that that's how they were raised with the air and spare mentalities. Mm-hmm. where we've always seen William very straight-laced, follow the rules, prim, proper, just doing the doing what he should, abiding by his family's rules and keeping up appearances. Whereas Harry has been a little more free. You know, he was in the military. You know, he's been photographed when he was partying and being kind of honorary. Whereas he didn't have that same follow the rules, you're the face of the country, like the kingdom in his face the whole time, like William did. So I feel like maybe if the roles were reversed, I'm not sure if Harry's personality would be what it is today or William's would be like Harry's. 
You know what I mean? Right, like, I don't right. know if, if they're like kind of a, a victim of circumstance and like position, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's more, I think it has more to do with how they were raised in the mentality and like positions that they were in through their lives that has allowed Harry the freedom to ask questions, speculate, really see the negative sides of things because he was never really taken seriously as a royal figure in the family because he wasn't the heir. He was just the spare. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the real reason why we get this memoir in all of this. I'm not really sure if you can, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I just think that William's personality is because of how he was raised. I, at least I hope. I hope that that's not really who William is, that he would attack his brother. I think he's just so, he's it's been beat into him for so long that he has to be X, Y, Z. He cannot even fathom why Harry would be ABC. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and there's a lot of pressure on 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 William too. You oh, know, yes. Obviously, he's, he's being groomed to take over when King Charles passes away. So there's a lot of pressure on him. And I'm sure that, I'm sure there's jealousy and there's always been jealousy between the two because I'm sure that Harry wanted the same respect or, or uh, not really gratitude, but, you know, kind of treated the same way or at least somewhat the same way that William did. Because even in the, in, in the memoir, one of the things that Harry reveals is that growing up, the, the childhood bedroom that they shared, that William was given the, the larger portion of everything versus Harry because he was next in line. So Harry just in a way got the scraps. Essentially. Ew. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, I'm the oldest, so I to to speculate a little bit just based on like who like what the roles are within my own family. I am I would say that I I would align myself more just like looking at, at like the bare bones of things. I am much more like William, like got to do what mom and dad says, like got to go follow the rules, like got to get stuff mm -hmm. done. Whereas my little brother was a little more, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, yeah, maybe I, it's also like birth order. Cause I, I do think that that, it, that makes up a bit of your personality as well. Yeah. And so I think that William trying to maybe, I don't know, keep the peace or whatever it was. Just if if it actually did happen between Harry and William, where they got into a physical altercation about Meghan, um, just snapped. I don't know what, but I, I feel that maybe there's a little bit of jealousy from Harry, obviously, to to share these things. Um, and and I don't know. Do do you think this is kind of Harry's way of lashing out? <sighs> almost being like the, the 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 little brother that well William always gets this and William this and William that and I you know almost like like pouting in a way do, do, do you feel like this the interviews the docu series the the memoirs his way of pouting um do you, or do you honestly think that this is his way of of no I mean not that I want to hurt anybody but all of these these lies all of the the you know, what, what you see is not really what happens. To be completely honest, I would see this as being a sort of tantrum had the circumstances been different. But the mm -hmm. fact of the matter is a woman is dead yep. because of the shenanigans of the royal family, or at least alluding to. 
So I really do feel like this is this is not a tantrum at all or a like I'll show you moment for Harry. I think Harry really means it when he says he's trying to protect his wife from meeting the same fate as his mother because I mean it happened. Like there is no there is no denying. Like the tabloids were so obsessed with Princess Diana, it led to her death. And the paparazzi has followed, the tabloids have followed Harry and Meghan to three different countries at this point. So it's not, I, I think, I, I really don't think, I think this the situation is far too serious for this to be a tantrum. Do you think that Harry's going to show up for King Charles's coronation? Now there's been a report from the UK, the Times, that Prince Harry has been written out of the coronation. The only role he's going to have is just being able to be in the audience. Um, I would love for him to because I hope, like, because I, because I'm petty. That's <laughs> that's really what it is. <laughs> I hope that he's there and doesn't back down. But I also don't think that he will because he i think he means it when he says like he just wants to be free he wants he and he wants himself his wife his children to be away from all of this and he wants to be able to protect them i think going into like the belly of the beast even if it is for this coronation if if he's already been written out then i mean there's no point like there's no need i guess i don't i don't think he'll go yeah i mean i would hope that at some point everyone kind of reconciles and I mean that that's what we would all would like to have happen. I don't think that's going to happen until Carl Charles and Camilla are gone. I think once I think once that Charles is gone it will allow it will allow William to be a brother and not just the king. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. without his dad like pressuring him or, you know, being a part of this conversation, like each of them loved their grandmother and had a great relationship with her. So mm -hmm. why, I, I just, I really do think Charles is the poison in all of this. I think there's so much resentment and it all comes from Charles right. and Camilla essentially. But I think once they are, I mean, forgive me, once they pass and they're out of the equation, I really do hope that William offers like an olive branch of sorts and tries to mend things, not only with Harry, but with Megan, because that's what's really gonna carry the most. If he apologizes and tries to make right with Megan and offers and supports her protection and support from the crown, I think that will make a world of difference. And it's, the ball is honestly gonna have to be, cause I don't think Charles is gonna do it. Charles is gonna double down because that's all he's known. But William, he's got the opportunity to see the old way and usher in a new way and that's that's really what i hope happens yeah and i'm kind of curious because obviously charles's coronation is coming up on may 6th so we're, we're about five months away or four months away and i'm curious because obviously you know anything that has to do with the royal family the 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 uh the funeral for queen elizabeth um prince william and kate's marriage you know obviously big huge spectacles i mean 
coverage wall to wall on all stations. I mean, uh, we, we saw with Queen Elizabeth here not that long ago. Um, I remember watching some of uh, Prince William and Princess Kate's wedding. And so I'm curious now with, with King Charles's coronation coming up in about four months um, and the memoir coming out and these things coming out, if if it's not, if it's going to be tarnished, yeah, it's not going to have that same spectacle, that same like, oh, this is, this is, you know, I mean, obviously it's a big moment, but I, I almost wonder if people are kind of like, this feels dirty now. I think that's the point. I think that's what, I think that's Harry's objective. I think that's really been the objective the entire time that he's done the Netflix series and all of this. I think it's to point out the antiquated practices of the crown and to usher in a new era. And that's kind of what I was referring to before with William. I'm hoping that everybody starts to kind of see and lose respect. I, th I think that was the objective is everyone's starting to lose respect for the crown. That way, when William does come in, it will, it will be more fresh, young, new, um, something to get excited about. Because mm -hmm. right now it's the same old, same old. I mean, how old is Prince Charles or King Charles? Well, you know, that's a very good question. He's ancient. I mean, it's, you know I mean? It, 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 does, it doesn't, <laughs> you know I mean? She, the queen was 96, I think with 93 when she died. It's like, well, it's Charles, always. Yeah. Charles is 74. Oh, he ain't even that old. He just looks bad. Dang. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just, I really, I really think that there's like a lack of respect in the air surrounding this coronation. And I think that's exactly what Harry wanted. Right. And, and I think you're right. When, when William does take over, it'll be like a, a new generation, a new way of doing things. And that was the same way when Queen Elizabeth took over. It was yeah. a new way of doing things that had never been done before. And she kind of ushered in this new way of doing things. And I, I think you're right. I think that's what, um, I think that's what Prince Harry or William will do and hopefully make amends with his brother. But I do too. That'll probably be another 15, 20 years before that happens. So yeah, we'll just have, we'll just have to wait and see. That's true. All right. Finishing up with our war story. So there's this website all about cats.com <laughs> and they have their list of the ultimate pet rich list, the richest pets in the world. So these pets, um, they use Instagram data and then obviously who they're tied to, to, to calculate their net worth. I mean, who would have thought that pets would be worth more than what we would ever see in our lifetime. But one pet in particular that making the top five, number three on the list was Taylor Swift's cat, Olivia Benson. They calculated <laughs> the cat's net worth is around $97 million. Oh, you're trying to make me feel broke, broke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, does the cat have a will? This is this concept is so bizarre to me. I mean, I don't, I really don't get it. Uh, How can I, and I mean, I'm the first person to be like, my pet is my child and like i am the worst about babying and being a total basic white girl about my pet 
but holy crap. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, so obviously my we pet don't does not have a net worth. Even if I no. was a billionaire, my pet yeah. would not have a net worth. So obviously, I mean, Taylor Swift makes a lot of money. We know that. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, how they calculated it was that Olivia Benson earned her fortune. Okay. I mean, obviously starring alongside Taylor, I guess has her own merchandise line. There ain't no way. Jeez. Cameos in, in big budget ads like Diet Coke and, and Ned Sneakers. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, when I read this, I'm like, really? The, the cat is worth $97 million. That doesn't, it just, I, mm, well, I, <laughs> I have no words. Now, now, if, if, if you if you really, really want to feel even worse, number one on the list is a German shepherd known as Gunther VI, owned by the Gunther Corporation. The dog is worth $500 million. What? Yeah. No, I mean, this is, this is like, like, I understand, like, grumpy cat. Or Luca the pug, like, like viral, like meme sensations. But like Taylor Swift, like Taylor Swift, giving her cat a role in a music video is not. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's not. I. I mean, obviously, that that Olivia Benson, the cat, is you know living in the lap of luxury, so. You know, in in the cat world, I guess other cats look up to Olivia Benson. I'm, I guarantee you, my mom's cat does not know who oh, Olivia no. Benson, no, the our, cat, is. My, my wife and I's three cats have no idea. In fact, we, we we rescued one, and I mean, she acts like you know, she has the life of luxury now. From when she was on, you know, on the streets. Being alley cat. Like, now she's like, I am the princess. Right. I had I had a cat as a child who we like, he was a barn cat, and we just like took him home. So he went from being a barn cat, <laughs> literally eating mice, to being, you know, falling asleep on my mom's lap in on in the recliner or you know like whatever. Like that to me, like pets, pets get an. Hopefully, you know, a, a fantastic life. They don't need yeah. a net worth of millions no, and millions of dollars. No, they don't. I mean. And, and shame on like the celebrities themselves for this, because that is such a gross depiction of wealth. Like it is. there's no reason for Taylor Swift's cat to be worth $90 million. And we still have people living in poverty. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like there's such a <laughs> like this cat is never gonna want or need anything the for their entire life. What, what it's even worth that? The cat's like, what? I I get fed every day. Who do I care? Exactly. Like it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. And it's 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 a really gross depiction of our society. It is <laughs> and like celebrity culture. It's so toxic. I, mean, I, I didn't realize there was a list that had the the wealthiest. You know the the the, the pets that make more than some celebrities. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so how does, I mean, how does it make you feel now that, you know, hey, I thought I was doing pretty well. Oh, wait, the cat makes more than I do? 
it's it's such a bizarre concept and it's uh, <laughs> it's so it's i don't so know maybe funny. i need to talk to my wife and say like hey do you think we can get the cats on on like the, right. the b1029 social media and right get some sponsorships and who knows maybe our cats will be worth more than us one day i don't know gosh what a mess jeez <laughs> so yeah there you go well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. We drop new episodes every Tuesday, recapping, dissecting, discussing, speculating some of the big Hollywood gossip from the week. You can listen to us at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. For Shyler, I'm Joe from B1029, and we'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>